shit, does this make me the host? I guess so. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, are you throwing a party? Yes. Okay, sweet. Did I'll we bring, start? I'll bring a dip or something. What kind of dip are you bringing? Um, a dip or something. Oh, okay. So like a, maybe like, like a hot dip. cigarettes? Yes. For all of us? <laughs> yeah, I'll be yeah. bringing uh, like I'll be bringing a... Copenhagen? I'll be bringing yeah. a big... I'll be bringing a big nacho bowl full of uh, dip. Ugh. I, have you seen that tobacco-less dip they make now? Oh, well, it's just yeah. those little packets. It's like packets of nicotine that you just shove in. Like, oh, is that with the, the snus snus? I think it might be those snus things. Yeah, it's just like a tobaccoless nicotine packet you shove into your face hole. Those are actually really popular for a while, and they in the store they had to keep them in a refrigerator for some reason. Like you got oh, them cold. Really? Yeah. Do they sour? <laughs> I don't know. I think they just. <laughs> People liked to have the cold Sa- packet. Sour nicotine patches sounds like something you'd try to sell a kid. Do they have a uh, non-tobacco avocado dip that you put under your lip? Probably. If you can imagine I am, it. I am, per- I am confused and intrigued by that. <laughs> there are a lot of non-tobacco avocado dips out there, actually. I think, I think, I think a majority, Not. I don't know about all of them, I don't want to go on record, but I think the majority of avocado dips, no tobacco. Yeah, yeah, they're not. Like buffalo, if they have buffalo dip, do they have buffalo snooze? Uh, yeah. I, I like did, how we're playing with words. We're witty. I did have a buffalo do they cauliflower. Have to I did have a uh, buffalo cauliflower dip when I was in Chapel Hill not too long ago, and yeah, that, uh, that, that shit was good as fuck. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. It was uh, surprisingly, uh, like, very, very, very good, and I was like, I think I'd prefer this over, like, uh, almost like a, like a chicken dip. It just feels, just feels uh, less what guilty. What is a chicken dip? Um, I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> Were you trying to answer it seriously or trying to figure out a joke? I could see the wheels I, turning. I, I, I have no idea, to be honest. That when I, I saw the wheels turning myself, and what I was just said, like, I was like, just, I was like, just dump out of the car. So, so okay, so buffalo. You said buffalo cauliflower dip. Yeah. Or was it buffalo? Because I've had buffalo cauliflower, which is just spicy cauliflower. Yeah. So what would buffalo cauliflower dip be? Uh, just a dip with like cheese and spices and just like little pieces of cauliflower cut and like mixed into it. So kind of like almost like eating like spinach what do you and artichoke dip it with. Uh, usually just like pieces of like a pita, like not pita bread, but just kind of like a different like pita crispy. Chips. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then what is chicken dip? Uh, I, me, me and my wife make a buffalo chicken dip sometimes oh, wow. for like football. I assume it's stuff the same. I assume it's the same thing, but just with little pieces of chicken thrown in there. Okay. So then you just use like a chip or some sort of other vehicle, yep. a Subaru, Nissan, <laughs> and you dip the... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I guess that's basically just like deconstructed uh, chicken wings. Yeah, we, we yeah. do it with a... Uh, we put gorgonzola cheese on it. Ooh, that's the, like blue cheese. That's that's the guy from uh, that the Smurfs had to fight? Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well... They didn't. They didn't Damn. have to fight. They chose to fight him. Oh yeah, they yeah. could have just left him alone. Yeah, uh, they could have just yeah. like laid down and just like been like, okay, just take our our Smurfing village already. Do you think he was actually looking to like take over their village, or were they uh, antagonizing him? So didn't he they, felt the need. Didn't he? He just wanted to eat him, right? Yeah, was maybe the cat was? did. Oh, uh, what? Uh, uh, what is the cat's name? Azriel. 
That sounds right. That's my yeah. favorite metalcore band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty good Batman replacement, too. <laughs> I don't know if I get that, that one. That's a hard name for a cat. Like, that cat goes hard. <laughs> I guess if your name is, uh, I don't know. Oh god! Now all I can think is Gorgonzola. What is his actual name? <laughs> Gargamel. Gargamel. Yeah. I guess if your name is then Gargamel, you your cat has to have After like you... a pretty cool name. Yeah. You just have to. It be can't as be like Mister Puss in Boots or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I'm glad that we've talked about Smurfs. Now. <laughs> yeah, it only huh. took a hundred something episodes for it to happen. I'm pretty sure we've talked about Smurfs. There's no way we haven't talked about Smurfs. Have we yet. talked about Snorks though? Um, oh, what do you man, think is the topic? The I don't even know what snorks are. I, to be fair, I don't think that we were ever told specifically as a kid what they were. <laughs> they're well, snorks. Yes, they're snorks. It's, de- it's classified. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do y'all remember Wuzzles? Tiny bit. Huh. I don't know if I can. I think are those the ones that wobble, but they don't fall down? That's <laughs> Weeble Wobbles. Weeble wobble. It's kind of in the name. It's a I think the we, one that it was a bear that had no hair. No, that's uh, Fuzzy Wuzzy. Oh. No, is he the one who then? sat on a great wall and had a great fall? <laughs> that's Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> oh, okay. That's half of Reggie's uh, clientele. <laughs> was it that guy who was assassinated to start World War One? That's Franz. No, that's Franz. Fr- yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he did. They played. Uh, they played a really small venue here not too long ago, and like I was like almost tempted to go, but I was just like, no, really, why? Like just because tickets are like Prince fifteen. Bu- yeah, like I was like tickets. I think were like twenty dollars or something like that. I See, was like, how funny is that? How many bands are there that you probably would never even think about caring to go see? But if they played a small venue and the tickets were cheap, you'd be like, well, I guess I'll go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean that shit happens a lot around here. Um, like a lot of like smaller venues, like in Baltimore, why not that get bands that you're just like, are you sure you're not big enough to like, you could probably fill out a place like twice this capacity, but you now I think people, maybe like, I'm also thinking about like the mid two thousands era. So, yeah, but I think in DC, I feel like in big cities, uh, venues, anytime I've gone to like a kind of legendary venue in a big city, they feel a lot smaller than I would have ever thought that they were. I think it's, it's, you can only get so much real estate <laughs> in big cities. So a lot of those venues that you kind of know by name, you go What's the one? Like, G- Gilman Street or whatever? Uh, which is actually, it actually is pretty big. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, but it's, but it's not like incredibly big. Yeah. It's not like, whoa. But it's, it's bigger than I thought it would have been. I because I feel like pictures sometimes when they're like filled with a bunch of people, depending on the angle, you're like, I think you took this like at the far corner of the room to make it look as big. Yeah, and, I watched that, that documentary. Kind of I, I thought that it was like half the size of Reggie's or something from the picture. No, it's definitely everything. it's definitely bigger. But I think that I think potentially with some of the renovations that they've done there, they must have opened it up at some point. Like. But in there's also other rooms that you're not in as like a show goer. Um, uh, so right. it's it's also like, whoa, there's like way more going on here. Now I have to ask in that same area, I mean, with Gilman Street, um, I assume there must be like a Dracula Street, uh, Frankenstein Street, uh, Wolfman Street, you know, for is, all the classic Universal monsters. Is Gilman? Oh fuck! fuck <laughs> I, right when I said Gilman, uh, yeah, that's that's his name. That's not the character's name, right? 
People call him uh, Gill Man. I mean, I think it's the, you no, you're just thinking of the guy net. from Mega Man. Mm. <laughs> uh, Lord. Um, well, actually, I'll, I'll tell you, this. This kind of fits. Look at me seg- sagging on this podcast. Um, <laughs> That's straight sagging, yeah. <laughs> have y'all heard of a musician named Long John ba- uh, Baldry? No. No. So mm. he he's kind of like he was of the era of like Elton John. They were like contemporaries. Like he played in a band early on with Rod Stewart. And it was like bluesology or something like that. Like <laughs> around the time that everyone was called blues something. So he, I mean, he was really big into like boogie woogie piano and stuff like that. That's what they would kind of call that style. So he was um, an openly gay man in the 70s, which wasn't like, you know, a thing people were. And he was the reason that Elton, or he kind of like helped Elton John like come out of the closet, supposedly. That's like his kind of claim. but. He never really got, like, to, like, a wide audience. He's not really known. Um, but what's interesting is at some point in his career, he pivoted away from music, and he started voice acting. So this guy, Long huh. John Baldry, is the voice of Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, and he's done a lot. Of, he was, like, on Reboot and stuff like that. Like, you oh, could look nice. through, like, he's got so many, like, voice credits. I mean, he eventually passed away but like just kind of like that transition in your life that you're like you would be more known for doing the voice of dr robotnik than anything he (laughs) did in music and it's like when you look at early posters it's like he's playing with like you know above like peter green era fleetwood mac and stuff like that like like he was like a guy that was like going off i mean to certain people we probably be like yeah i fucking love long john baldry uh but like he's more it'd be more like oh the guy who played dr robotnik john baldry yeah i know him uh just kind of like thinking of those like transitions in your life that like lead you down a different path you know i wonder if we ever got to hang out with jaleel white or if they just recorded in separate sessions oh yeah because jaleel was uh sonic as well wasn't he Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I wonder if the, I mean, that is a good question because I feel like, actually, you know, it's funny on my search, uh, when I pull up my internet, it tells me about Fleetwood Mac. That's like one of the suggested things. So my, your phones are definitely listening to you, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wonder how that would work. I mean, I would assume like, it's like John Baldry and I mean, Jaleel White was a big name, but in terms of what he was doing, I can't imagine that it was one of those things where they were like. I will just record this here. I'm not going to talk to anyone else. I could be wrong, but I feel like voice acting used to be more open in that way where they would, I I would think that they would be in a room together more, more often in the past than they are now. I don't so. really know, to be honest. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, I, you know, for all of the physical media that I own, including a lot of like shows with prominent voice acting um i've never really paid attention to like any of the behind the scenes stuff to see about how often they are in the same room recording and whatnot we'll, we'll have to were... contact jaleel white directly yeah, yeah. and we'll just ask him yeah. if he's ever recorded in the same room as let's just all show up at his house while on. doing a recording just show up yeah. at jaleel white's house all five <laughs> of us recording into just our phones like, we we don't want to startle him or anything so we'll just wear ski masks so he won't like <laughs> see our face yeah. 
They'll kind of blend in. No, ski, ski mask with sonic colors, just so you can get there about to know what yeah. we're there. Yeah. And he's he's probably had a long career of like loud noises, so we'll have to yell real loud at him so he can hear us, you know. Hey, yeah. you play the voice of Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> we got to speak. Yeah, we, should, we, should probably, we should probably grab like him. <laughs> probably grab, grab him, him as soon as we walk in, just so you know he knows that. So he can we're, feel we're, safe. We're there, you know. yeah, to make him feel safe. We don't want to freak him out. No. Yeah. And uh one, yeah, so also uh John Baldry was a voice on Bucky O'Hare. Oh wow. So, Holy the video crap. game? The uh TV show. He Bucky O'Hare had a TV show? Yeah. Yeah, it was a TV I think show before the Yeah, Bucky O'Hare goes where no ordinary rabbit will dare. I think it's that's how the scene seems. That's funny. Goes. I've played that video game before. I never knew it was a show. I, was... I never knew they had a video game of it. <laughs> Star Wars droids, uh, like I said, reboot, and he was also was in he in Beast Wars, RoboCop, the mm. cartoon. Um, oh, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's all I got. But oh, he was actually to answer your question, Vic. He was in the video game. Oh, nice. He played the oh. same voice, complex, in the oh, video yeah. game. So, of course. So, what a distinguished career. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And that was my topic this week, uh, outside <laughs> of, uh, well, I did watch the Roseanne special. Oh, oh yes. you watched the whole I thing? I saw your text. Yeah. I watched the whole thing. Where and is it streaming morning, again? Uh, Fox Nation. Are you subscribed? <laughs> not, not yet. <laughs> did, so, how did you gain access to Fox Nation? Um, our good friend and patron, uh, Mark, uh, he has a Plex server. Um, so FBI agents, if you're listening and he, uh, <laughs> procured a copy of it. Uh, I, he kept thinking I was joking for like, it was like a week or two. It felt like I'm coming. Well, he said he couldn't find it. Um, but first he was like, ha ha. And then I was like, no, I really want you to find it. <laughs> and he was like, I can't tell if you're doing a bit or not. And I was like, no, I really, I, I mean, I don't want to watch it. But I must watch it. Um, hey, it I think like, you all understand. It was like when I watched that uh, Jeff Foxworthy special from like uh, last year. As oh, I was how like, good was that? Um, it was a special. I'm <laughs> guessing that... Okay, so here's the thing. Did you feel like while watching the special that you're like, this is a comedian on stage? Not really. The, then that's, that's surprising. Because I feel like anytime I've listened to like, uh, podcasts with other comedians, they will actually seem very respectful toward Jeff Foxworthy. Like they will, they will kind of like, not even like qualify in any way. They're like, he is like a master comedian. They're like, you know, I the mean, only he thing... took over the world for a little while there, you know? <laughs> and it's like, they're like the way people talk about Ron White too, like they kind of talk about him. They're like, no, he's actually a good comedian. <laughs> They're like, it's just like his structure and everything and like his discipline, you know, it's like, it's like an kind of old style. I think the thing that Jeff Foxworthy gets kind of like, I mean, there's a lot of stuff he gets flack for, but like, I feel like he's like an old type of comedian in that they're not churning out like a lot of new material like comedians kind of do now. I feel like they kind of like, they, they're more prone to do almost like a greatest hits thing and they just do that for years and years and it's like. People then like to come see you because you will do the hits, which is like not really the way a lot of comedy works nowadays. Yeah. Like people just move on. 
That's what I. That's what happened when I saw George Carlin back in like 2000 or so, like that. 2000, 2001. It's like it was literally nothing but like recycled material, and I was like, "Well, I can say I saw you live, but I'm like, damn, like this is that's like interesting." Yeah, yeah. And then I, ironically enough, I think it was like a year afterwards he put out his final special. Uh, it's bad for you. I think it was the name of his final one. I'm surprised there because I feel like he was a guy that he was the model of like the kind of new comedy of like doing a special like every two years or something. Like yeah. I feel like he was putting out a lot of specials. So hearing that, or maybe he just knows what people want. He, maybe he's like on TV, I'll do my new shit. When I go out, I'm going to do the shit that people like. So I feel yeah. like that's like, but when you go see like, I don't know why that's the only comedian I can think of. Even like Mark Maron, I feel like he like moves on from material. That's like kind of the new style of comedy. Mm -hmm. Do you remember if that Jeff Foxworthy stuff like uh, was a lot, seemed to be a lot of like old bits? No, it was just kind of a lot. It was a lot of newer stuff, but it was just felt very hollow. Actually, I did see this. I, I did, just remembered did he do, somehow. I did you might be a redneck special. jokes towards the end of the I special. I don't even think he did. Well, that's, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't blame him Brian. for not like, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm actually now remembering I have seen the special, so, <laughs> so that mu I think that must say something about the special um, too. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll let you have that one. I'm kind of surprised because I actually feel like I do defend Jeff Foxworthy some because I'm like, underneath all the shtick, he is like a good comedian. Like it's like Brian Regan. Like it might not be your thing, but the guy can like structure jokes. And you feel like you're like, this is a professional. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you were to see someone doing, like, balloon animals, you wouldn't be like, you know, you're like, this is a profession. You know, this is an art. You know, it, it may not be where I chose to go with my life, but this is an, this is an artist. But you can you see know? when somebody does a good one and when somebody does a bad one, right? <laughs> yes, that's my point. So, when I was watching Roseanne special, I was thinking to myself... I don't think this person has ever done comedy in their life, is what it feels like. <laughs> like, there's no structure to it. There's just basically, like, it just felt like, almost like a, a topic pops up on a teleprompter, and then it's like, be, be outraged or something, and you're going to talk about abortions. Like, it just kind of would go through, like, points, and then also she would forget words and ask the audience to, like, help her figure out the word. <laughs> And I was like, can't y'all edit around this? Like, <laughs> like, but I guess it, I think if you edited all that stuff out, you wouldn't have had like an hour. It's like right at an hour. And it's like, so because of that, and I was just like, this is really bad. Like, I didn't expect it to be good. Like, there was a no realm that this was good. I saw little clips that were like, you know, she did the Ted Cruz kiss my ass pronoun thing <laughs> joke on it. Um, but... It's just, I mean, unsurprisingly, it was very bad. So, I, this morning, <laughs> I tried to watch the Chris Rock special. So, were I, there any, like, punchlines even? Like, were there any, was anything funny happen? Or was this just her, like, ranting about political topics and stuff to, like, generate outrage? Or was there actual, like, jokes? Even if they didn't land, even that doesn't mean they were good, but, like, did, was there actually a joke? There was a really, she did this thing at the end, which I was like, I don't know if this would have worked for a whole special, but she kind of, she did this thing where she was like, oh, I'm a psychic, uh, I'm gonna, you know, if y'all didn't know, I'm, I am a psychic. And so, uh, people in the, in the audience, like, asked her questions, 
And uh, then they would get a response from her. But the way she was turning their questions was actually, I was like, oh, that's what I feel like I remember Roseanne was. Like, really off-the-cuff funny. Like, so that was really good. Like, the actually, like, if, if uh, more of her special had been crowd work, I think it would have been better. And once again, if anyone's listening to this, we all know what Roseanne is in a modern context. Like, we understand what she did and, you know, it, bad, bad person. You know, but like, <laughs> but like, in the sense of like the special, she, so, okay, so one of the jokes is the guy, well, the guy was like, hey, I want to fit in my size 42 suit again. And I've been working out. Will there ever come a time that I will fit in that suit again? And she said, yes, they'll bury you in it. Next question. And I was yeah, like, that's, that's pretty yeah. funny joke. That's actually like, kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. And then some other lady was like, will I ever get married? And then she was like, she was like, and I think people know, people went there and they know they're probably going to get berated by Roseanne, especially if you like pipe up to like, and she was like, well, I don't know. You're looking long in the tooth. Uh, and then she was like, she was like, well, do you want to have kids or anything? And the lady was like, no. She's like, oh, so you just want like companionship? And she's like, I think you'll get married in six months and she'll be a lovely lady. And, you know, it's just like that timing. And I was like, okay, I get it. You're saying that she'll, you know, but like in the sense of like a Fox Nation thing, it's like, oh, I got to give it to you a little bit. You know, it was like that, that, that crowd work. I'm not saying these are like the best jokes, but in that moment, probably how Jeff Foxworthy is now, you can see once again, it's somebody doing balloon animals. You can see that they are an artist. <laughs> that you're like, okay, I get that you're a professional. It's, it's not my cup of tea, but you are a professional. So, yeah. Do you think y'all will watch the special? Only no. if it's on Plex. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Uh, I wouldn't even recommend it as like a... It's not even fun in a sense of like... So bad it's good. Yeah, it's not it's not good and there's so many things where it seems like trying to be controversial but it's like not even really landing that way and then also like there's kind of things where I think like the I haven't gotten to the end of the Chris Rock special but it's like I don't re- really want to So you, hear you, you didn't re- make it through the whole thing, huh? Uh well, I just I mean I had to jump on here for the Chris oh, Rock okay. special. Gotcha. But and I had to I had to even watch that one on the sense of like I want to at least see a guy on stage being a professional, like to feel like he's crafted this thing. Cause the, the Roseanne thing, it just felt like they like got her out of a car and were like pointed her to the stage and she had done no work. <laughs> like, you know, it was like uh, the most work she had done was like topics. And it's like, potentially that might be from what I hear people that don't like the comedians that don't like writing things down and really like, building their jokes they still spend a lot of time like trying to like they go to comedy clubs and stuff and kind of work out what the bit might be and so they kind of have an idea of it eventually like they just jam through it you know (laughs) um but it's like there is no feeling of her doing that like i'm i'm fine if something doesn't feel like it's like punchline joke kind of thing but the whole like you know uh first half of it felt like kind of like her explanation of, of events for the whole fallout stuff. Mm. Uh, so it's like, I don't, I don't need to hear you like, especially to a Fox nation crowd. I don't know why she needs to explain to them what happened. 
Like, and that's what, like, almost half the special was her being like, this is what happened. I got fired from my show. I was racist on Twitter. And then she tried to be like, <laughs> she tried to be like, I couldn't see the picture of the lady because my eyes are bad. And I didn't even know she was black, you know, kind of thing. And it's just like, I don't think Fox Nation people that are there for the show give a shit. <laughs> like, you know, like, it's like, I don't, you're, why are you playing this to the audience? Which I guess maybe she's playing it to the person potentially watching it. But I'm like, if you're, if you're at a Roseanne show in 20, whenever, I guess, let's say it was 2022 when this was filmed. I'm pretty sure you're not at odds with what she did <laughs> if you're actually giving her your money. So it's like, you don't need to explain it to these people, you know, that are there. Um, but it was bad. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, the Chris Rock thing just seemed like yeah, from the 20 minutes I was in it. Uh, I think we talked about it like last episode. Yeah, it's just I think like, we did. Yeah, we definitely did. Uh, but I hadn't watched it at that point. So I'm just agreeing. I'm agreeing to anything we said on the last episode. <laughs> I will say that, yes. For my little bit of watching it, it just seems to be like a guy out of touch. But I can still tell that he can fold these little balloon animals into funny shapes when he <laughs> wants to. He's just It's just like Metallica. It's like, I know when Metallica <laughs> gets on stage, they are professional musicians. Am I giving them too much credit for that? Would you say? I feel uh, like Vic's making a I, face. I don't understand like the connection musicians? between Metallica and Chris Rock in this I feel like specific. there's like a thing when... When people get too rich or too famous, they they can't possibly. There's no way Metallica could write, uh, could write "Ride the Lightning" again. Like it's like there's no, like that's somebody trying to. And I think we talked about it this way last time. It's like Chris Rock isn't in a situation, and Roseanne isn't in a situation where they're like, I got to be the better than that comedian before me. Like oh, when yeah. you view yeah, so yourself, we, we talked about this last time too. Yeah, yeah, they still had something to prove back then. They right? have nothing to prove, and you know, <laughs> and yeah, it's yeah. So I feel like there's no way an artist, harkening uh, back to the last thing, but I had to, I had to actually visit some of Chris Rock to feel like some A B to the Roseanne <laughs> special to be like, <laughs> you know, these people kind of pass their prime. Are can you still see them doing the trick? I I don't. I don't see the trick with Roseanne. Like, it doesn't feel like a professional. It just feels like somebody yelling. I felt like I was talking to my stepmom uh, on the phone about just anything. Like, it's just a parent <laughs> rambling about hateful things is what it seemed to be. So, I don't know. I've gone on too long. Uh, Ryan, do you have any topics this week? I do. And uh, it is actually going to be... Uh... Uh, I'm going to transition into this smoothly because per the suggestion of a few people on Twitter, I'm going to read off my five most recent research videos on YouTube. <laughs> and, uh, okay. So these do have, these will eventually flow into what my real topic is. Um, African trapdoor spiders, <laughs> uh, sleep paralysis demon ASMR, what? what? <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. I, wait, wait, I have, you, gotta, you gotta stop at that one. I have no idea how that came up. <laughs> um, oh, wait, Will's not I think here. it might have been like one of those like... Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not just gonna skim over that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta parse yeah, this out. Follow it up with a, what the... Follow up with what? a what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> is a sleep paralysis <laughs> demon ASMR? <laughs> um... 
I don't know. I think it's somebody that I saw one video for, and uh, then I think she does like a lot of like random like cosplay ASMR oh, videos. Okay, okay. So I was under the impression that you were specifically looking for like an ASMR video that was themed sleep paralysis man i could i could have been man i had to take i took i took a shit ton of nyquil last night to help me recovering from a cold i don't remember what (laughs) i was looking for um another one you want so you want so the sorry so you're getting somebody to help you with sleep paralysis or what what's the what's the what's (laughs) what's going sleep paralysis demon is the youtuber no the the youtuber is named asmr shani Okay, um, so now I'm way back to confused again. Uh, shit, so am I. I'm, re- I'm just reading off my own stuff. Um, okay, so they're a demon, and the, they do like a demon, like a, I am a sleep paralysis demon. I think so. <laughs> I guess so. Um, fuck, I might have to watch this later. Um, yeah. So you never watched it? I, I, apparently I did, I just don't remember. Uh, um, you were probably asleep. <laughs> yeah, um, but alright, uh, after that, uh, Deep Blue Sea bad movie review, um, mm-hmm. which I disagree. I think that movie is. I was about to say, yeah, good movie I'm like, review. I'm like, um, CGI holds up too. Yeah, <laughs> and my head is like a shark's fin. Uh, yeah. All right, yeah. Three Six Mafia tear the club up. Yeah, which is a uh, banger of a song. Fuck and yeah. final, were you, were you listening to that while you were on Nyquil? Probably. <laughs> Fuck. Sipping, how on, you gonna... sipping on some scissor. <laughs> Has any have any of y'all ever tried that? What, what three six mafia? No, syrup <laughs> or you know lean, whatever you want to call it. No, I don't know no. how to get my hands on the prescription drugs that are required to make it. I yeah, I know. I was like looking. I remember like looking up. Uh, like it was like one hip hop documentary. They were talking about the. Uh, they were talking about that being like combined with like the D, with like the DJ screw like type of slow down sound, and I was like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like, if you were like robo tripping, is that yeah. what that would be? Then uh, maybe I think yeah. like slowed down kind of heavy bass kind of stuff would be pretty fun, yeah. actually. But you know, right. uh, didn't little didn't like scissor like fuck up little Wayne though? Yeah, um, he said I looked it up and uh, he said something like you know like getting off that shit was like harder than any drug you ever had to get off of. He said your stomach hurts like shit when you're trying to like get off that stuff. That's me and Bojangles biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I ate so it's, much Bojangles when I was down in Chapel Hill, and I do not regret it. <laughs> it's uh, opiates in that stuff, right? Isn't it codeine? Well, I think I think it's that, and it's promethazine, which I think is kind of like a an, antihistamine, kind of like yeah, yeah, and yeah, that that mm-hmm. makes you kind of drowsy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But apparently, yeah. uh, and also another thing was that like it was popularized with the DJ Screw sound like that, and I'm like, yeah, it killed DJ Screw. <laughs> so just oh, wow. so like right, I was dude. like, oh, okay. Um, and then the final search on here was, and this is leading into my topic for real. Uh, Bethany Mandel. Oh God! Okay, <laughs> oh, is that the the main character on Twitter this week? Yeah. Uh, yes, and okay. uh, we have to talk about this because it is, and specifically, I want to talk up uh, about the uh, Ken Clipperstein stuff that he's been digging up about this lady because it's fucking crazy. Okay, so that, there's a timeline here that mm-hmm. I think we might have to lay out. Okay, yeah. so for those who do not know, um, there is a 
a conservative author named Bethany Mandel, who just came out with a book. How, uh, Howie's uh, <laughs> daughter. Yes, yes. Are they Is related it? for real, though? She Well, did you see the video of her putting the uh, glove on her head? I forgot how Mandel did that. This is what they want want to take away from you. (laughs) That was a pretty good balloon animal that he wove together. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, I don't think they're related, but that would be... I'm going to look it up, because now I'm like, holy shit, if they're related. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So, she was coming out with a book, uh, trashing, I guess, like, you know, the... uh, wokeness of you know modern day culture and like that and she I went think it was on, specifically targeting trans people right yeah i mean probably fucking i don't know she just seems like a miserable human being and uh she sent she went on to uh god what was the name of her brianna joy gray who is not exactly a, a great person by any means like she's also been like an adamant like tucker carlson defender and shit like that um but she went onto her show and she asked her flat out uh can you define woke for us and it seemed like her brain broke because yeah, she, she could not she struggled so hard and she, she specifically said she's like oh this clip's gonna go viral yep and like, well, she wasn't wrong yeah <laughs> and uh then it just got worse when people dug up uh, tweets from hers in the past that are absolutely fucking bonkers, and uh, it like it's worse than anything of like her saying like you know like complaining about like the woke media or woke mob or blah blah blah. It's like stuff that like is like straight up racist. Uh, apparently, back like literally the moment that uh, Obama was uh, took office in like to like early twenty uh, early two thousand nine. 2009 excuse me um and her tweet was something along the lines of well there goes the neighborhood i was just like fuck she also, she also killed her mother oh yeah that, that's what that i was, was getting a to. weird thing okay. yeah 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 that one was like are you fucking kidding me i was like holy shit i'm gonna pull up that tweet right now because i have it uh favorited because of course i do well actually while you're looking that up uh vic could you define woke uh yeah, it's uh not being asleep, right? Yes, you got yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> uh, I I think it would be. Uh, I think that okay. This is what I would have done in the situation. Just to give this, not even give me credit. Here we go. Um, <laughs> I watched my mom die. I this is from um, November two thousand fourteen. I watched my mom die. I took her off of life support before we knew if she would survive because I had the choice to do it then. Like, y- y- there was a chance she could have recovered. There was, uh, well, so, because I, know, I had the chance, that's why she did it? Like, it just doesn't make any sense, I don't think. Are you sure that was her tweet and not some Diamond Head lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess if they had said, like, I, I mean, I'm assuming that she didn't actually just, like, pull a plug by herself. It sounds like there's actually some Are you qualifier sure that wasn't in that death tweet. lyrics? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I watched <laughs> my mom die! <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I'm actually, guessing... That sounds more that, like obituary, my bad. <laughs> I guess they gave her the option to turn off machines is really what happened there, right? I suppose, but I mean, like, I'm... But it, even the, before the they knew whether it, or not she would pull through? Well, I think it's like... I, I mean, it's just... I don't know. I don't want to... Whatever. This lady 
uh, I don't want to give her any credit, but I'm like, I assume it's not like she's like now a fugitive because of it. There must have been some reason that. Yeah, I you know, think I personally think that she just worded it badly. Because I think that's what I'm trying to say. As yeah. you you can see in that interview, like she's not great with words. I don't know why she has any business out there writing books, <laughs> but she might I, be good at writing. Well, I don't know. Once again, don't want to give her too much credit. She has some editors and and whatnot. Yeah, yeah to help right her with on. the process. Public speaking yeah. is not writing. That's my point. But you know, well, uh, well, this tweet yeah. is writing, and I think that she <laughs> true she yeah. did a bad job of of describing what the situation. Situation was. She is proven. She's not a good writer. <laughs> well, let me let me uh, pull up a few more of these. Let me finish. Uh, yeah, um, let me finish. Uh, wow, DC Metro just impressed me a little bit. I made a complaint online about the operator this AM, and they called and will be retraining her. So I don't know what the fuck you would have to be was like, it complaining about. In quotes. Uh, yes, retraining oh, okay. is in quotes. Um, that and that's from May two thousand nine. Uh, but putting the, retraining in quotes sounds like they're going to kill her. Yeah, <laughs> or at least beat the shit out of her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is from July twenty sixteen. This one, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, the best part about my Roomba is she, and in parentheses, yes, she's a she, vacuums for me and never judges me. Unlike every other cleaning lady I've had. It's so funny that I feel like conservative people are willing to give like their cars or their Roombas like specific pronouns. But if someone is like, I, these are my pronouns, they go, no. Well, but it's like they name their Roomba. Or they're, they're, they're the, the point that Roomba. she's trying to make there is that the Roomba is a she because it's doing the role of a woman cleaning and sweeping the house. You know? Oh, I didn't catch that. Huh. Well, what are you going to do? I don't want to <laughs> nitpick on your, your thing here, but, Roombas don't really sweep. They're more like a vacuum. <laughs> no, they have so little vacuums. A man. They have little thing. tiny brushes on. They absolutely sweep. Also, which brushes but, but are a man. I, they're thing. gathering the particles via vacuum. So it's not that different from using a vacuum that has brushes to pull the dirt out. So it's the, not the really sweeping. Is that more of a man thing? They have sweepers on them. Huh. All right, uh, March 2011. I'm sorry. I'm going to do a few more of these, then we can move on. These are, these are like, this is like Super Saiyan Karen. Uh, and I got the delivery guy at Kosher Mart fired, and my entire $200 order was refunded. It's like, cool. What, what was the preceding tweet to that? Like, uh, what did he I don't, do? I don't know, but I'm assuming something that probably was really not that big of a deal. And, uh, I hope it was just dropped in there, like, we're this invested in her life, that it's sort of like, you can just drop into this tiny little standpoint and just be like, oh yeah, I understand what this person's saying. (laughs) All right, right. this this one, I for some reason thought this was, I don't know why I laughed so hard at this one, still no word from at Petco about their unsafe hashtag chinchilla practices. Really don't give a damn about animal safety or customers, it seems. It feels like a, like some version of like a drill tweet or something. Just like, yeah. like, let me string together these things that no one in the world cares about together. I'm know? like, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, chinchillas? Like, I mean, I, I'm, I might be on her side with this one if their chinchilla practices are in fact unsafe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not supposed to teach them like AP bio this soon, you know? <laughs> they... 
Well, I feel like there's things, I mean, this is kind of obvious, uh, especially with one of our co-hosts feel, seeming like uh, he tweets everything that comes to his mind, but it seems to be that sometimes hey. you don't, well, you, I think we all do it in some degree, uh, but like, you don't have to tweet everything. Like, like it's like, I feel like sometimes like if a, if an airline even were to lose my luggage, I feel this inherent shame if I were to post that on, like, Twitter. Like, I feel like I can deal with it outside of the app, you know? But but even that, I don't even find unacceptable. I feel like if an airline loses their luggage, tweet all day about it. But there are certain things where I'm, like, I'm, like, kind of afraid to post any sort of, like, I'm not happy with this business on, like, Twitter. Because I feel like it's not perceived well. It looks shitty, you know? Like, if you were to go, like, I complain to the manager, you're just making yourself, you know, the main character. Like, you're <laughs> creating that. You're, like, just putting a target on your back. You it's, even, it's even worse when, like, a famous person, especially, like, somebody who has a lot of money does it because they don't need the refund that bad. Like, if you're a millionaire, you don't really need a refund for a plane ticket if your flight was delayed. Like, you're okay. You can handle this. But... yeah. Do you do any of you know about when Dave Mustaine went on a crusade against Men's Warehouse? On the yes. oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, he had ordered some suits for a wedding, and like something re- went wrong with the order. And the guy's rich as shit. If he needs suits, he can just go get them, and it's like not a thing. But instead, he like went all over the internet and just shit all over Men's Warehouse. And yeah. so, you know, Most all the big Dave Facebook. Mustaine fan. Yeah, it was on Facebook. So, all, like, all his fans, like, went and, like, posted all over Men's Warehouse and, like, just attacked them over his suits for his wedding. What do you mean you got the sizing wrong? <laughs> uh, I, I want to, like, pull up some of those uh, little bits if, it, if they still exist. Oh, this is such a long fucking post. There's no way. <laughs> so okay megadeth and uh 2012 this goes <laughs> i'm gonna read some of it it's uh, it's also like so look how long this is jesus christ like it's in paragraphs said, too. said uh droogies i know that not all of you have the kind of job that requires a suit or wear a suit when you if you go to any sort of faith-based service court date wedding or funeral oh but if no. you do you were going to want to read this you know me. You know me. I don't complain much <laughs> hello, in writing. Hello, me. Wait, okay, this fucking sentence. You know me. I don't complain much in writing. He, Dude, I that's a like mega so much he of his fucking... Yeah. He complains yeah. all the time. He complains yeah, about he going to work and, like, waking up dead and stuff. Like, that's, like, his whole shit. Tw- 20 years after he got kicked out of Metallica, he was in a documentary still complaining about it. <laughs> yeah. A few days before Christmas, I purchased a gift certificate from the Men's Warehouse in Salt Lake City as a gift for for our awesome tour manager, Jim whatever. You know the men's warehouse, the old geezer with the voice that sounds like it has chain smoked since he was a fetus? The one that espouses, I absolutely guarantee you're going to like the way you look. Or some manure like that, right? Well, I was talking to Jim today and wondering why he didn't say anything. I think we all wonder sometimes when our loved ones, blah, blah, blah. So it turns out, he decided to hold my order, otherwise called by them as pending, and told no one. For almost nine days now, I have been waiting for the delivery of this gift certificate. <laughs> I wouldn't say anything because it is the holidays, 
But these salesmen promised that they would guarantee a two-day delivery of the certificate to Jim. It seems like they throw this word guarantee around a lot. Um, so, so we called and we asked what happened. There was no explanation whatsoever. Um, so, okay. So I, for one, I'm just going to go to the end of it. I, for one, will never set foot in a men's warehouse, even for shelter from a blizzard. Absolutely <laughs> guarantee it. Dave Mustaine. Okay, so, so there, there's a lot going on here. I was wrong. Th- this was even lower stakes than I thought. I thought that it like messed up his like suit order for a wedding or something. This was just a gift certificate that, that like, was delayed. Didn't get delivered. Yeah, it delayed a little bit. Like it's a pretty simple problem. Not a big deal. Like he'll get his gift certificate and he has to go online and like just like that the amount of <laughs> anger he feels towards the situation is just totally disproportionate to what happened. Like it seems that it seems that even his friend jim could go to any men's warehouse and they could transfer it directly to him you're like i know that's a little inconvenience for like a thing and so it's like but it's like hey we're we're very sorry that this didn't get there in two days i have an option for you he could go to any men's warehouse we'll pass the word along if you tell us what store you know location it is and we'll make sure we get that we'll just get a gift certificate to him in person if he's willing to do that. Uh, I don't think people would be like happy about it. You're like, now you're making me make my friend go to a men's <laughs> warehouse. What you do know? you but mean like, I have to go into the retail location? Yeah. But like, it is possible. But I could just try. <laughs> I want, actually, we should read, we'll read it again. Uh, and someone just do some uh, Megadeth style riffing over it. <laughs> We're not going to do that, but we should at some point. <laughs> I mean, pant, pants sell, but who's buying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, one time I went to a Jose bank and put on some pants, and they felt like they weren't made for anybody. Like they were, the, the waist was like, a, I was wearing a 32 at the time. But they were, like, really tight, but then the legs were, like, very wide. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know who this is made for. It's, like, it's this made is... for a swing band. That It felt that way. <laughs> they were, like, the baggiest pants with, like, the smallest waist on them. And I was like, do they fix these for you when you're here? Like, I don't know. It just didn't feel, like, built for a person. Like, I don't know. Fast fashion, I guess. Um, but yeah, how did we get from Dave Mustaine from the, uh, uh we got there from, uh, Bethany Mandel. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, was there yes, more to yes. say about her? I mean, there's tons more, but honestly, you could just go to Clint Clipperstein's, uh, Twitter account and he retweeted a fuck ton of her stuff. It's, she blocked him. So I wonder if those retweets are there, but they are. You know, there's, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I'm like, it is t- actually, this is almost what, uh, Chris Rock talked about in his special, Selective Outrage. Um, but you, I have, I do have a fear of being the main character one day on Twitter. Like, I do not, you know, like, this lady deserves it. But, like, could you imagine you say something, like, innocuous once again? This lady said the dumbest shit. And then you're like, you're like, oh, fuck. I guess I got to delete Twitter now. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, just if you were like, okay, I, it kind of happened to me the other day. Not even in the same way. Where someone, one of my friends said something about a Paul McCartney song, and I said Monkberry Moon Delight. Then somebody, it's a Paul McCartney song. Because um, they were like, what songs are skippers? And I said that. And then this person quote tweeted me, and they said, 
that song rips. Go to hell, motherfucker, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is an inside joke, but it was like someone that was on my podcast when we talked about that song. And uh, and so I was like, this is a inside joke for like spinning out a guest. <laughs> like this has nothing to do with you, kind sir. Like it was Sarah, wasn't down. it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like I don't. So like t- that's all it takes too. Is somebody to take you know what you're saying. And then, then have a bunch of people pile on you about their favorite fucking Paul McCartney song. That really that reminds me of the uh, the Ron Holzner story. Have What's told, that? Uh, you know who Ron Holzner is from Trouble? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, th- this story I heard from Nick Polos, who plays in Municipal Waste. Uh, I'm sure that it's like one of those stories that's been told a bunch of times and probably exaggerated or whatever mm-hmm. but he said that they were listening to black sabbath in ron holzner's house because they were staying there and changes came on and he just like without even thinking about it he said he mindlessly skipped to the next song and that ron holzner was in the other room and he busts in and he's he says he teen wolfs a beer like meaning he bites into the side of the can and it sprays oh. everywhere. I was like, "What?" Like, and he uh, he yells and says, "Nobody fucking changes changes in my house." <laughs> I agree with him. Yeah, I, think I, I also song. do. But yeah, I mean, I I can't imagine. I feel be like, "Oh, sorry, man, I'll go back." You know, it's like not really that. Yeah, it feels like sometimes yeah, you don't have response, to teen wolf a beer about it. Yeah, you don't have to. And also, I'm like. Teen wolfing a beer to changes feels like not the right mood for changes. Like, you're not understanding the context of the song. Like, you know, like, that's not one to, like, party to. That's, you party to Dio era Sabbath. That's what you party to. The best era of Sabbath you party to. I don't know. Tony Mm. Martin's out there. I do love me some Tony Martin Sabbath. You're laughing like that's a joke. Tony Martin Sabbath fucking rips. Uh, Okay, rank... Your favorite favorite Sabbath singers? Um, I'll straight up say right now, I prefer Ozzy era material, but Dio is a better singer overall. Um, and that's not hating on the Dio material. Dio material, like Heaven and Hell, is to me like a top two Sabbath record. Um, my favorite Sabbath record, Sabotage, and uh, I would say top five. No, not albums, goddammit. Um, <laughs> that's a whole other can of worms. Um, I'd say Tony Martin. Uh, actually, you know what? I'll go from like what I think least favorite to favorite. Well, there's only so many to I, pick Ian from. Gil- Ian Gillen's the bottom. I hate to say it, but I don't oh, that's think... A good, that's a good I mean, record. I, going I, off of just the material, I too. don't think he was a good fit for Sabbath, personally. Um, and I would say Tony Martin, then... Man, between Dio and Ozzy, it's so hard. Like you could ask me today. So Tony will... Martin's your number one? No, I'm going from worst to best. Oh, oh, okay, okay. No, yeah. okay. <laughs> and I would say it's really more least favorite to favorite. Um, because I don't think there's ever been a, been a bad singer for Sabbath. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't be able to rank them. Like, yeah, I, they're all their like own little special yeah. worlds. Yeah. You know? well, actually, I'm going to cheat and I'm going to throw in there at an honorable third place, Rob Halford, because he never saw it on a record, but he sang for Sabbath plenty of times live. Did he really? Yeah, yeah uh, nice. he sang in. A few, he sang for a few times when Ozzy wasn't feeling good. Nice. Mm. Well, I'll, I'll give it to you. So you're saying <laughs> he's the worst, though? No, no, fuck you. Wow, um, that's, homo- <laughs> that's homophobic. 
<laughs> I do not appreciate. I do not appreciate that. Uh, that your deceiving nature, Joshua. Um, yeah. uh, does anyone feel comfortable ranking the singers? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Oh. All right. We're gonna do Dio, Martin, Glenn Hughes, Ian Gillian, um, Ray Gillen, and then we're gonna do Ozzy the two times. I'm sorry. We're gonna do uh, Rob Halford the two times he filled in for Ozzy. Then we're gonna do the two songs Bill Ward sang on on various oh, recordings. Those, then we're gonna do Ozzy last. Badass dude. Ozzy's last. Was, that was best to worst. That was best to worst. Yeah. Ooh, and that, that's Ozzy's all a last. joke. I'm just wow. I'm just uh, trying to. Sh- uh, this is a thing I like to do. I like to fuck with the people who Glenn only like Hughes? the Ozzy Sabbath. I don't Glenn have Hughes? a favorite. I love them all. Glenn Hughes sang for Sabbath. Glenn Hughes yeah. was on yeah. the Seventh Star album, and it was. Oh, fucking I forgot awesome. about that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, who the fuck is Dave Walker? Maybe that's on me. Uh, why do I know that name? I don't know. But yeah, I'm like, I don't remember them as like Sabbath singers. I I know Tony, Ian, well, then who the fuck is Ron Keel? Um, <laughs> I don't know. He might have filled in for like on a show one time or something like that. He's from, oh, Ron Keel band. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I about to say if he was from the band Keel or from the band Keel Hall, that would be kind of like pretty sick. But... He's in a band called Keel. So mm. that that band Keel Hall, I think they're one of the. Didn't they do the uh, the prank calls or whatever? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you know, I heard that the guy, you know, the guy who does the prank calls, he was like. Wanted to be in a black metal band. Oh no, I heard that was somebody else. Uh, apparently, the guy on the other line, I think, um, was the guy who started Hell's Headbangers. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I've been. That's what I've heard. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, go look up black metal f- uh, prank call on YouTube, and it's, it's pretty good. It's still pretty fucking funny. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that guy must have been like almost like a Rob Halford, like he filled in for a show or something. Probably, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I feel like without. Even I'm gonna say Dio is my favorite, and Ozzy is second favorite. Also, because I think that Ozzy solo showcases him as a better singer. Um, so, like sometimes people get on you and are like, "What Ozzy's awesome," and it's like I'm not saying he's not awesome. I just think that Dio was better fit. Uh, I think overall, I like what he did in Sabbath more than what Ozzy did in Sabbath. I think fair. Ozzy really shined as a solo performer like a few years later so that's fair that's my stance on it that's a good stance i i my whole thing with yes. sabbath um, now i used to say that dio was my favorite sabbath singer but i can't pick one now like vic kind of hit the nail on the head that each era is kind of like its own thing like the ian gillian and the glenn hughes albums on their own are just they're great and you can't really rank them against dio or ozzy like they're all awesome like my whole thing is t- Sabbath is Tony Iommi. He's the one constant member. He's the the riff master. He wrote all the shit that all these guys sung over. So all Sabbath is awesome to me, and it's Fuck all yeah. Tony Fair. Iommi. He kept the shit going the whole time. So I don't give a shit who's singing. Like he is the band, and it all fucking rules. Hell yeah, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, I mean that's the thing about ranking them. It's like it's not that you're saying like one. It's like by saying one is, is there's a one and there's a two. Like, second place isn't a bad place to be. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, I like macaroni and cheese, and I like steak. You're not, then you're like, steak is my second 
Some people are like, you don't like steak as much as macaroni and cheese? <laughs> and you're like, I think they're both very excellent things. Like, I don't, you know, like, I like burgers more than I like chicken sandwiches. And you're like, what? <laughs> and they're like, they're both good, you know? Well, I, I think a lot of people who discuss this stuff don't discuss it with the acknowledgement that this is what I like. A lot of people who are ranking the Sabbath singers are like, this is objectively better. Like, Ozzy's objectively better than anything else they've done, or Dio's objectively better than than Ozzy. Like I not that that even tiny bit of nuance of this is what I like kind of escapes a lot of people when they're discussing what metal they like more than others. Have you noticed a lot of people that have like really strong opinions about how like it's definitely better or worse or like they shouldn't have done this? They're like not as big of a fan as the band of the band like as i am yeah (laughs) it's like it's like oh they should have changed their name after ozzy was gone i'm like (laughs) i don't think they should have like you said tony Iommi was the band but like also you're not a fan like i'm a fan of black sabbath like you might like a couple of songs but i'm a fucking black sabbath fan it's like you're not allowed to have an opinion this strong about it (laughs) anytime someone says a band should have changed their name i immediately think they're an idiot that is the I, dumbest, yeah. stupidest, worst take I've ever heard. They should change the name because I don't like it. Like, yeah, they should just forget all the success and hard work and shit yeah, they've right. put into it because they changed the singer and you don't like the change. It's fucking stupid. When I was a younger person uh, and I lived with Will, I feel like I had that stance. But to be fair, I hadn't played in years worth of bands, you know, like, and I, you know, like I'm now years past it. And like, I've been in bands that have kind of slightly changed our sound. And it's like, no, I've invested this time. Like, and people do recognize your name. And to some degree, even on a small level, it's like, I'm not changing it just because I like this type of music more than I did five years ago when, you know, so it's like, I now, but I was that person when I was like 18 years old, where I'd be like, (laughs) If you change singers, change your band name because it's different. And now I'm like, I can follow what you did. I can follow this change. (laughs) And, you know, as an adult, I can sort of like know which albums are for me. And even like when people were like, Rolling Stone should have hung it up. And I'm like, no, they're still making a lot of money. Just don't listen to it if you don't like it. Like, (laughs) There's not like, there's not this legal thing where a a siren goes off and we all have to listen to late era Rolling Stone. Like you just don't have to Every time there's another, there's another Kiss tour and they're like, they're still doing it. I'm like, just don't go to the concert. You'll be fine. I think it's great that he like pisses his pants on stage. That's that's rock and roll. Fuck yeah, yeah. it is. Piss Detroit pants piss city i don't know yeah fuck that's sure <laughs> 17th album yeah uh yeah i don't know just like i don't have to like it's like i don't think sepultura should have broken up like it's like it they're like corporations at this point like it's like <laughs> just do it or don't you know like i mean i do wish there was a legit sepultura reunion but uh what are you gonna do i also think that sometimes whenever there's like a singer and then another singer like it's like like, I had Derek in Sepultura. I believe he, like, plays guitar, too. And it's like, couldn't they do, like, a Sepultura legacy tour or something where it's, like, kind of like Sepultura opens for Sepultura or something and, like, kind of <laughs> give... Because, you know, there's, like, people that of like that probably like... That's the era of Sepultura they like is when that guy joined the band. 
And so I'm like, you could like clean up, like you could like make so much money if you were just like, <laughs> yeah, let's just have both. Like, well, yeah, la- right well, last year they did the, um, uh, that Cavalera like mini tour, which I regret not going to, but it was Max and Igor and a couple of people doing nothing but stuff from Horizon before. Nice. And yeah. like, I heard it was fucking incredible. Um, but you know, it's like, I mean, kind of like, yeah. but it's also kind of like, yeah, you could do like that plus, you know, like a sepul- like an actual like current day Sepultura tour and make a fuck ton of money. But yeah. yeah, and it's like and no one's gonna be mad at being like, that's Sepultura. And it's like, no, they're both Sepultura. Just call no. it Sepultura Legacy or something. Just yeah. being like and then like the thing, it's like playing all arrows wait, wait, wait. of Sepultura. Sepultura. <laughs> you can see uh-huh. Sepultura on the Sepultura. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh man! Uh, yeah, I th- I know that we've. Uh, I'm getting back of, to our roots, bloody roots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of uh, listeners like uh, Juju, and I know that we lost him. Like, way I am so sorry, the- dude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anywho, all right. Unless we have more to add to that, uh, somehow we went from that to uh, we went from that lady on Twitter to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, the nuance thing that I you were saying, we Dan, that nuance of like, you know, she's like, oh, I think that this era is bad. Is kind of the same nuance where she was like, when given the option, uh, we decided to, you know, to <laughs> unplug my mother. Like, there's that's doing a lot of lifting All in right. this. That you know, so so it's similar. Somehow, and it, it's similar it sounds to the like Black she's Sabbath insinuating thing. that there will not be another chance to have that option. Like, yeah. Once that option's on the table, I don't think it really goes away again. You know. Yeah, it's not like Apollo thirteen or like if we get this far past the other side of the moon. <laughs> We can't. There's a point of no return yeah, with right. your mother. You know? uh, it's so, like yeah. those late night um, telemarketing you have to kill there. Now those or she'll just call now. <laughs> that was, God, I don't even know how to fucking like just the thought that like, we have to kill this person now. <laughs> Okay, so I went down a weird rabbit hole uh, a couple days ago. I put it on the topics list. I don't know if you guys saw it. It says something like "common rider toy belt." Oh, I'm I'm aware with "common rider," but go on. Are you familiar with their merchandise? Slightly. Um, I watched a uh, documentary not too long ago called "The Toys That Made Us." And uh, it talks about the history of Power Rangers slash Super Sentai toys. And I think they talked about Kamen Rider, but go on. So, they they make some of the most complicated and involved toys I've ever seen before. And they have these belts that, like, so there's, like, a process. Like, it looks like, to me, as somebody who's never actually, like, held one or seen one in real life, that you... that you have to know the steps involved <laughs> to make it do all the shit that it does. <laughs> so it has like all these pieces that you'll put like a piece inside of it and then you'll have to turn something and then press a button and then another thing lights up and the whole time it's talking to you and I guess like telling you what to do. I don't know. But it's shouting instructions at you? It's It seems like it. I don't know. It's really fucking bizarre. So there is a bunch of videos of people that have these belts and uh, they go through the process of how it works. And it's uh, really funny. (laughs) 
<laughs> because it's kind of like it's usually like younger dudes 20s maybe 30s sometimes and they'll just be wearing like cargo shorts and like an xlt oh. and the belt will be around like their stomach area <laughs> so and they I, and the I've part of it is you have to like that. act it out and play it up you know like yeah i've ran into people like that uh when i lived in wilmington and up here um where a uh, conversation just casually came up one time with me and brandon owens and uh we were downtown i think at uh the brown coat when that place was still around and uh something just came up randomly we were bring talking about like again like old power years and this guy whose name i can't remember just popped up and like oh you're talking about power rangers i was like yeah and he just straight up lifts up his shirt and on his belt is a straight up full-on belt and he breaks out a power morpher and does like the thing in front of us i was like uh i think we're just like okay that's cool uh i'm gonna go back to drinking my beer now man Uh, (laughs) you were like hey what are you doing later (laughs) yeah right i'm going down here cool we'll go the other way so this was like a show into itself like that was kind of the point of the show is that, so uh, is that what common writer is so is yeah like a, yeah it's, i guess they're they're guys that turn into superhero using their crazy fancy belts okay yeah so they so by the toy version of it you kind of What's the, I mean, with the toy version, can you like build a sword or something? Is that kind of... Some of them, there's a bunch of different ones. Okay, and, yeah, uh, it seemed to be a lot of them. So. Some of yeah. them, they're like, there's nothing like that. There's just like, I mean, it's really weird. There's just like, some of them will have like a gun involved, but everything that it has like little pieces that come apart and you have to put it in the belt or whatever, or on the thing, and you have to like charge it up or turn a thing the right way it's really fucking bizarre like if you get a chance to see a video of people displaying these it's really like that's making kids into like uh i don't know like the the guy who shot reagan or something like it's like it's like a taxi driver type thing like teaching them how to build this apparatus where a gun shoots out of their arm or something you know like it's like like it's just like oh well if i build this belt like i i don't i I guess the practical application is just like you're like oh i can take apart this thing that's on my waist and make this other cool thing so and use it to kill the president (laughs) you kill the president with the gun on your yeah uh, there was something like that where it was like, uh, there was a belt, and this is kind of what I thought you were talking about at first, on my, like, Instagram, and, like, a story, it, like, popped up, and it was, it was this thing where, essentially, with the belt buckle, you can, pu- you pull out, like, a knife, like, off <laughs> the buckle, and it had, like, all these little tools inside the belt, and this was But they're, this, but they're real, like, practical tools, not like a they toy. They were real practical, not like the toy thing, because I was looking that up when you said it. But it would be like, oh, it's got a pocket knife, or, you know, blah, 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 all these other little things that were like... So, like, a, it was like a real-life utility belt, but actual utilities, you know, like cable and water and stuff that you could turn. <laughs> but, but so, yeah, that, that type of application. I, I realize, I guess, I'm going to see if I can find the post that got me, like down the rabbit hole but it was from like i guess i follow a few things on instagram that are like cringe material (laughs) and uh so it's like i mean if you imagine like a guy that looks like he's in his 30s and like cargo pants and like with this belt around his stomach area doing all the moves and shit the first dude i saw did it was wearing like jenko jeans (laughs) 
So you have seen people do this before. I just told you that I I fucking saw a dude at Brownco do this. No, but you don't understand. The common rider belt is a different fucking level than just taking out two pieces and putting them together. Like, it's a whole involved process. Mm. Mm. I'm I'm not exaggerating when I say it's the... (laughs) So that's what their suits kind of look like, I, I believe. I guess there's a bunch of different ones. They all look kind of different. So I think on the show, they kind of transform into these type of... They do, yeah. Bugman, Ant-Man type thing. Yeah, I was going to say, now, I I remember a little bit about that. They did a cross... God, I can't believe I remember this. Uh, They did a crossover with Power Rangers in the States, like, once. Did they really? Yeah. um, They called it Mask Rider over here, which I was like, don't they all have masks? So, like, I don't know what's different, what's a differentiating between these guys and Power Rangers. Or, actually, technically, they'd be Helmet Rider, then. Well, that's a, that's a different <laughs> thing. That's, yeah. uh, that's a different thing you can read your uh, search history from. Oh, Ryan. man. If you want to do that now. I'm, I'm going to look up and see what comes up with Helmet Rider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was one of the things, I, like, I saw it on a cringe thing, and then I, like, clicked on one of the hashtags and then for a second instagram was like oh you like that look at all these guys doing that too yeah 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 um so yeah i I get stuff i don't know just like crazy shit uh shown to me on like uh my tiktok but so i was thinking while you're looking that up i was thinking of so basically they've been talking about like banning (laughs) tiktok and uh, banning tiktok yeah like the the u.s government might ban tiktok because they think like you know china's getting information yeah yeah and uh unless they can get like a u.s investor to like buy a portion of the company so that it makes it safe for the u.s but it's like just makes it safe for corporations blah 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 um but then whenever that was mentioned my wife was like it's fine we'll get a vpn and i was like I have never, I have, maybe, maybe you all have, but I have never actually used a VPN in my life. And I, I think that, either. and it's probably easier than I'm thinking, but I think if I had to go through any extra steps to use TikTok, I would just not use TikTok. And I guess that's, that's probably the reason they want to ban it. Um, but I'm like, if I had to do an extra layer of authentication to like get to my Facebook, I would just delete Facebook. Like I'm not doing... That works so I can watch silly videos. Why did the when I typed in helmet rider in a YouTube, the first thing that came up was police re, police react to Tron helmet. Mm, you gotta look up helmet rider on X videos. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you see this? Oh my, that looks uncomfortable. Yeah, for those of you who uh, need a uh, visual aid, uh, this is. Extremely complex looking. This thing looks like it is literally squeezing your. He your has stomach. a bunch of different cards and stuff that are going to have to be put in the belt somehow. But you have a separate handheld thing that you put the card in and it charges the card. Dude, do you, okay. Do they do this in the show? Because the entire time they do this, the villain could just come up and just like stab them. <laughs> well, I mean, I always thought that about Power Rangers. It's like they have to do all this like dancing around to activate all their shit i'm like why aren't they attacking them that now? most would take you like two seconds this looks like it'd take you two minutes maybe there's like rules of war with power <laughs> rangers huh? like as they, you're it's a it's a war crime to uh to kill a power ranger while they're morphing so yeah so now he's swiped the thing twice held it up to the thing twice and had to push a button in between 
It's like, how do you know? And he did it again. How do you know what the process is supposed to be? It's like a puzzle or something, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's like, do you, I, sometimes I do think about it. I'm like, I don't know how anybody could learn, but it's like, y'all have sat with your guitars and learned like scales and things, <laughs> you know, like it's right. like anyone. I mean, can it, is, it does out. seem like that. It's like learning a song or something <laughs> yeah. that you have to learn how to play with your toy belt. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I mean, there is way less execution to what you could do with learning to do that <laughs> than even like, learn, you know, if you get really good at video games, I assume that that sort of translates to other video games. What would getting really good at the common rider belt <laughs> help you with in life maybe there's some application that i'm missing that uh helps these people become ceos uh protect, protecting you against the inevitable uh Sex. robot up <laughs> yeah. you are protected against sex at all costs yeah so it's, it's birth control about. essentially <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my uh, so of course like i stumbled onto it from a cringe instagram page so like my initial response is to be like look at these sad people but it's like they're doing their thing like i think that's part of the happy. problem yeah that's yeah. part of the problem Truthfully. with the internet today is finding some people doing something that makes them happy and then judging them for it you know as we're doing yes but you know and i think it'd be funny one day if like you're watching the cringe thing that you get, you know, some joy out of watching. And then eventually it's just something you enjoy doing, like without <laughs> if ever thinking of like, hey. yeah, collecting, <laughs> collecting DVDs. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's got to be something, you know, like, oh, guy who collects guitars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My guy, guy, guy who has a podcast. Pedals. Yeah, right. Yes. Oh, there's yeah, definitely that that's on definitely one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mind you, I'm making fun of this and laughing at it. And I'm like, I'm the dude who earlier was saying that one of his top five searches or most recently watched videos was sleep paralysis demon ASMR. <laughs> so yeah. I have no right to judge. While while there's like a Godzilla figure behind you. So <laughs> we all have our things, is I think the point of that. Oh, that reminds um, me. I need to move him to the uh Godzilla shelf that I have. Um, but you didn't have fuck, to make the side. Fuck, damn. <laughs> Ryan, have, have you seen the, uh, the thing on Twitter? It's a video. It's posted by like somebody who's like a priest or whatever, but I don't think it's like a joke, <laughs> like a meme priest or whatever. But, uh, they're saying it's like, look at Jesus has come back and it's like this cloud formation, but it just looks like Godzilla. <laughs> mm, that's accurate. <laughs> Although technically, I would say I would say that for kaiju wise, if we were going to be worshiping a deity, it would probably, you know, let's go on to another subject. (laughs) No, no. What do you think would be? Who would it be? Mothra. Hey, nice. Okay. All right. Ding. Ding. Shall we ding? Ding. 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 Okay.